Treasury Today and Bank of America recently hosted a virtual roundtable on the topic of ESG. What is it and why should it matter to you? There's no doubt that ESG is a major topic for treasurers, organisations and internal and external stakeholders. Treasurers are working on a wide range of initiatives to support their organisation's ESG goals. From issuing ESG bonds and adopting sustainable finance, to removing paper from treasury processes. But the term ESG also means different things to different people. So education, information sharing and collaboration continue to play an important role in this space. In this informative discussion, Sophie Jackson, Treasury Today's publisher and head of strategic content, spoke to experts from Flex, Ferguson, JetBlue, NG Impact and Bank of America to find out more about what ESG really means to corporates and how this topic has been affected by the events of recent months. Sophie Jackson summarised what ESG is intended to achieve and the progress made so far. Yeah, I mean, I think it all boils down quite simply, doesn't it? Companies need to be doing not too much damage to the world for creating things without damaging their staff or the environment and we're now realizing that and it's becoming intrinsically linked to how they're valued by their consumers by their shareholders and so on so yeah I'm I'm delighted as you know to see a lot of progress being made on a number of different issues particularly this year. Royston da Costa assistant group treasurer at Ferguson spoke about why there is a continuing need for education on this topic. I think there's so much to be said and discussed about this particularly and I'm sure we're going to talk about green bonds and power purchasing agreements and all that good stuff. But I think there's definitely a level of education that's required. But there's one last point I'll make. I think the main drive for me has been on the personal front. Anita Bubner, Senior Director Treasury at Flex, talked about the importance of focusing on the right metrics. From the loan perspective that I'm working on, we had to figure out which are the metrics we are going to go after. So I had to understand which metrics should we target And this meant, you know, there were some guidelines around making sure these metrics are strategic, meaning it's important to our business. And it's also going to be something that's going to be important to our stakeholders. These KPIs that we select are uh, ambitious and that these KPIs can be easily verified and measured by third parties. Sarah Bogdan, Manager Sustainability and ESG at JetBlue, spoke about the airline's pioneering work in achieving carbon neutrality for domestic travel. We wanted to show that we get it, we agree, we think people love to travel, but nobody likes the emissions that come with it. And so we basically, this year, have become the first and only US airline to achieve carbon neutrality for domestic travel, which is about 80% of our emissions, so still the bulk of it. Um, And today, the majority of it is done through carbon offsets. That said, there were two parts to our announcement. So one was the carbon offsetting big, big initiative. And the other part of the announcement was that we were starting to fly on sustainable aviation fuel on regular flights out of SFO, or San Francisco International Airport. And that's basically a drop-in of renewable resource fuel um, that brings emissions down by about 80%. So really significant. So all that to say, um, you know, our, our strategy is to maintain carbon neutrality as we go forward, but ramp down what we require from carbon offsets as we build up uh, renewable resources and continue to have more fuel efficient operations. Henrik Lang, Global Head of Liquidity at Bank of America, talked about how ESG bonds have performed in recent months. So, Actually, this year, if I just look at asset flows, for example, 
the market was very volatile, but one asset class that consistently performed well throughout the year is uh, ESG funds, for example. So they have seen increased inflows and also their returns seem to be a little bit more resistant and not as volatile and maybe some of the other asset classes. And Jeff Waller, Senior Director, Head of Financing Solutions at NG Impact, shared his thoughts on how the next generation coming into the workplace is helping to drive accountability. For a lot of companies, you know, what one of the key stakeholder groups that are pushing their you know, sustainability um, agendas is internal. It's their, you know, are we a place that people want to work at and, you know, that next generation. And I think the younger generation, well, not even so young anymore, are demanding you know, more accountability from their leadership on things of social justice, on environmental sustainability and others. And so I think we're seeing the, the start of that. And then, of course, when those folks ascend to more leadership positions, then that should get more entrenched, is, would be my guess. The roundtable participants also had an informative discussion about the impact that COVID-19 has had on companies' ESG initiatives in recent months. One of the biggest themes that has emerged as most important, I would say, is the health and safety of employees. That is like the top theme, which is on our CEO's agenda with so many people around the globe working on this. Because you see, the factories still have to operate. So we still have a lot of people going to the factory. So there are some very rigorous processes that are implemented to ensure the health and safety. I think you're seeing this already said in the UK. I think it's been talked about in the US where the employees of the future, dare I say, don't feel they have to be geographically located in a specific location to be employed because of what's happened from COVID. So I think there are a number of other factors that could go into in terms of our journey at Ferguson, certainly in Treasury, we've all our systems are in the cloud. So we can pretty much work remotely as, as it goes. The one aspect is the social interaction, which clearly I think we'll, you know, we're addressing as we go along. In January, we announced, okay, we're going to be the first carbon neutral uh, U.S. airline for domestic and that we're going to launch July 1st. And then, of course, everything changed in our industry in that time. And so it was a little daunting to have to go to my leadership, you know, in the March, April time frame, like, hey, guys, is this still happening? <laughs> um, you know, can we still can we still have these funds? Um, and they were like, of course, we made this commitment. These reasons we did this have not changed. Of course, it might be challenging to do more and more every year as you know we're really fighting to keep our business alive. But from that perspective, I'm really, really feel fortunate to work at a company that valued it so much that this is something that we retained. One of the big issues of this year has been, will some of these things fall down the agenda now because of the pandemic? What is the impact going to be? What do you all think? I'm going to throw it open to anyone who wants to say anything. How do you see this year impacting these goals that we have as an industry working towards ESG? In 10 years' time, if you ask me, I don't think we're going to be talking about green bonds and normal bonds. I think any bond issuance will need to also achieve sustainable goals or it needs to achieve social goals. Uh, so I think this differentiation between normal bonds and ESG bonds will sound very strange in 10 years' time. So to your point, I, I don't think any of this will really change. I think, if anything, you know, it will just get further accelerated in the coming years. That would be my personal view. Well, I certainly hope so. And I guess there's other aspects when we think about the S and the G that are also of concern. But I think there's been so much attention consistently from the industry this year, which is really heartening. I think the other thing that might happen or needs to happen is, is greater collaboration between governments and uh, NGOs, corporates and academia to have a holistic solution. So we bring uh, the best from each of these fields. 
And uh, maybe another step for corporates to take is to align their initiatives with the UN sustainability goals so that we are all working towards matters that are pressing and something which will move the needle. It's hard to see this year as um, really the spotlight on the S in ESG. I mean, the E has always sort of taken prominence. That might be my own bias coming from that energy space, but it seems like that was typically the one that got the most attention. Used to the green bond issuances, bar clips, social bond issuances. Until this year, when all this, with the, between the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement, there's much more of a focus on the S. And so I'm hoping that gets sustained. And maybe we'll see the G also come up a little bit, but that there's a little more of a broader appreciation of full range of ESG. And one of the nice things to see is the way the social bonds sort of took off in March, April, May in response to the pandemic, you know, to deal with economic fallout with, you know, pay for vaccines, things of that nature, and really building on the I mean, basically the green bond framework. It was, I, I would argue, able to scale so quickly because the market was so used to green bonds. It's just a different application. So seeing that sort of innovation in practice and, you know, I'm sort of excited to see how that might evolve as other issues come to the fore that people are trying to address. We would like to thank our expert speakers, Royston DaCosta from Ferguson, Anita Bubner from Flex, Sarah Bogdan from JetBlue, Jeff Waller from NG Impact and Henrik Lang from Bank of America. It was great to hear their thoughts on what ESG is, how this topic is evolving in today's challenging landscape and how treasurers can make a difference in this area. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode brought to you by the Treasury Today Group and Bank of America. Please don't forget to subscribe so you can keep an eye out for new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.